in episode 113 of the Whatnots Review Show. Every week we pick a new story and we talk about it. This could be a movie, TV show, anime, manga, audio drama, comic book, all kinds of entertainment. We watch it, read it, listen to it, and then we come back here and we talk about it. My name is Melissa Wilkinson and I am joined as always by Kyle Springer. Hello, hello. It, it is me. So, it, you. Melissa, you you can't you still can't see me cuz I only have no. one uh one camera set up. But we're going to play What Color is Kyle's Drink? <laughs> That's fun. Um, like the color of the beverage? Because I presume yes. you're drinking out of a plastic Ninja Turtles cup? Uh, no, I, it's not. It's actually a glass pint glass. It's my roommate's, oh. but it is Family Guy. It has Quagmire, <laughs> and it says giggity, giggity, giggity. <laughs> right. This is how you know you've classed up in life. You trade in your Michelangelo for a quagmire. Hey, I haven't uh, tr traded in nothing, I'll have you know. <laughs> is, it, is it blue? Do you have a blue beverage? It No, it is not blue. Oh, boy. Green. Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. It's oh. like radioactive green. Hawaiian cool. punch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally Hawaiian punch? Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, that's how my morning is going so far. <laughs> what a morning. <laughs> what a start to your day. Oh, yeah. Breakfast of champions, as I like to say. Have you been was... having a good weekend? Yeah, my weekend has been good so far. Yesterday was 4th of July. Uh, yes. So here in the States, we were celebrating all sorts of stuff. We had, we cooked out, we had burgers, we had barbecue chicken, we had... Some kind of like black beans with ginger mixed in them. We had Ooh. homemade coleslaw, uh, ah. all sorts of stuff. Some pa pasta salad too. I got very tipsy, a little yeah. bit drunk. So yeah. it was good. It was fun. <laughs> what about you? Uh, I did housework all day. I did go over to my parents' house for the first time in a very long time. While I was bre I. It was did, in the house. Did you go for like in the inside the house, or was it still like I'm looking at you longingly through the window? <laughs> I went inside the house. I did go inside the house a little bit on Father's Day. Gotcha. Um, but my dad invited me over to watch Hamilton, and that's ah. the number one thing I miss is watching musicals with my dad. There you go. How was that, it? It was good. We had it with the four of us gathered around as a family. I sat as far away from everyone as I possibly could. They made lunch, and I'm like, I'm going to go eat lunch in the backyard so that I'm not taking off my mask inside your house. Gotcha. I sat down on a towel. I was wearing gloves. I tried to do everything. I didn't want a nice family movie night to kill us all. <laughs> I see. I see. Mm -hmm. Good. Good. I am glad you had fun. Yeah. So what are we talking about this week, Melissa? We are talking about season one of the demonic crime procedural TV series, Lucifer. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Last week, I pitched you just a couple random shows that I found on the front page of Netflix. And this was like the filler one because I had two others that I thought you would really go for. And I'm like, I don't know. How about Lucifer? And then you're like, I've already... This week I started watching Lucifer. This works out perfectly. We're just going to watch Lucifer. Yeah, yeah. It just happened 
torque out like that. And you're like, I had no idea. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to talk about this one because I've been meaning to watch this. Yeah. It's been in, like, in my Netflix uh, like watch list thing for mm -hmm. so long. Uh, and I've just never really gotten to it, but thankfully, being stuck in quarantine for so long has kind of mm -hmm. helped me start catching up on some of my backlog of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I finally I, I watched the first two the first two episodes, and that's when you pitched it, and I was like, "Well, I just we have to just <laughs> continue. Like it's not right. you know like it just makes sense." Okay. Uh. Yeah, I I I really didn't know what to expect with this show. Um, mm -hmm. I knew that it was based off of a comic, uh, or like very loosely based off of a comic. Mm -hmm. uh, but besides that, I didn't know what this was about, or what it was supposed to be, or that it was a crime show, or <sighs> like I yeah, I I had no idea what to expect. What did you think? Uh, it's corny. It's horny, but it's weirdly charming. Yes. <laughs> I had a good time watching this. Yeah, it's it's an interesting show. I I don't know if I would say this is like spectacular or this is an amazing <laughs> show just based off of season one. Um but there there is just something about it that's like this is actually kind of fun. Like I yeah. I, like I I I enjoyed watching it a lot um mm -hmm. but it's also not a show that is super involved at least yet like it's something you can no. very readily put on the back go, go around and be totally fine with just like half paying attention and i, I yeah. mean that in like the best way possible of like <laughs> it's it like it it feels comfortable if that makes sense right it's watchable like, yeah. this was a show I was excited to sit down and watch at the end of every night, but I knew that if I also needed to clean the living room, I could do both of these at the same time, and the show would not mind. Yeah. Yeah, you you can kind of get out uh, what you need from the show. Or like, as much as you mm -hmm. put in the show, that's as, that, that's what you'll get out. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I I enjoyed this a lot. I was kind of in the back of my mind expecting... More of like a desperate housewives kind of vibe. They're just like what? more like more of that like dramatic, sexy TV okay. that like I mean it, it, this yeah ha yeah has it like you said it's a very horny show. It is, um, but like I yeah I guess the whole like crime show of the week or like the 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 case of the week really threw me off and i was like i was not expecting this at all uh, i mean i i like crime shows so yay yeah <laughs> but yeah i was just like this is not what i was expecting at all yeah so the premise of the show is that lucifer you know the devil lord of hell he gets bored Good of hell buddy, old pal and he decides to leave and take a vacation and go to Los Angeles. And now he's been there for five years. He's opened up a nightclub. Yep. He's just throwing wild parties every night. He's living the life. He's got an angel brother that's like, dad says you have to go back to hell. Somebody has to watch hell. Like nobody's in charge down there. Dad wanted you in charge. You have to go back. What are you doing? No, stop it. <laughs> 
and Lucifer gets like somebody's murdered outside his club and he gets involved with the police investigation and he kind of falls for this female detective who's immune to all of his charms. Like this is a Lucifer that can be like, so tell me your deepest desires and people will confess to him. He's got this incredible charm, this incredible charisma, and this is the one person on earth that does not work on. Yeah. And he's like, who are you? And she's like, who are you? Like, well, I'm Lucifer. Who else? Right, right. And he's completely open about all of this. He's like, yes, it's me. I am the devil. I'm Lucifer. It's me. It is me, the devil. (laughs) And everybody's just like, oh, yeah, okay, pal. You know, this is your persona to make you like a cool L.A. nightlife personality. Okay, Lucifer. (laughs) No, he's completely honest. He's not hiding a thing. Yeah. And something I really loved about this show is that the whole, you know, like I said, the whole premise is that he's like, I like la i don't want to go back to hell i like living here so this is a happy lucifer we are watching like he's not really tough yeah or well he's not really tough or brooding in the way or like angsty he's got his moments like that but that's not his overall demeanor like he's pretty enthusiastic to be anywhere like he gets bored sometimes but he's oh like he's really warm you can tell that he's oddly charming all yes. the time yeah it's like don't you don't you a- ever have a down moment right. no i'm lucifer right i i'm happy that the show like showed you yeah he's happy here this is why he's not going back he loves his life yeah yeah um so i mentioned at the start this is loosely based off of a yeah. comic um the the comic book is literally just called Lucifer. Mm. Uh, it's written by Mike Carey, uh, who I will m- mention once we get into spoiler territory in just a sec. Um, but yeah, this this whole comic actually spins out of Sandman, uh, yeah. the Neil Gaiman comic. Uh, let's see, Lucifer's first appearance was in Sandman Volume Two, Issue Four. Uh, in which a, like, weakened Jareem, who is uh, the main character in Sandman, has to kind of, like, outsmart Lucifer. Um, And, yeah, eventually Lucifer down the road in that comic is just like, you know what? I want to be here in hell. I'm I'm going to go to Earth. Yeah. And just have fun. Uh, so hmm. I've never I've I've read most of Sandman. Sandman is one of those books that that it's like lots of people are like, oh, this is like one of the best comics of all time. You have to read this because literature. I'll be honest. I find Sandman like incomprehensible. It is almost impenetrable. It is very difficult to get into. Hmm. Um, but it, there there is a lot of stuff in there. It, 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 it is Neil Gaiman going his 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 thing so mm. there there's a lot of stuff that you can pack there but i have never read the lucifer comic uh mm. however according to let's see these solo series blah 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 the theme of L- the lucifer series revolves around the free will problem Mm-hmm. Uh, Carrie's Lucifer is a figure representing will and individual willpower who challenges the tyranny of predestination 
Um, let's see. I, from what I understood, I'm not going to continue writing this thing, but from, yeah, from what I understand, he, uh, moves to Los Angeles and, oh, he runs a piano bar named the Lux. Yes. So, and that, it's, that also happens to be true in the show. Now, yeah. the last thing I want to say about the comics Mm -hmm. That when he originally appeared in the Sandman stuff, uh, he was meant to look like David Bowie. Ah, good choice. That, that was him. Um, the next thing that I wanted to say that I thought was really funny th this week is just on my own time, I yeah. was watching all of the DC Comics CW shows uh, uh -huh. the, F the flash supergirl arrow all of that 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 stuff and every year they do a big crossover uh and the one i happened to watch this past week which is their most recent one is crisis on infinite earths uh in which they got actors from the Birds of Prey TV show, they got Burt Ward to make wow. an appearance. They got uh, small Vivelle characters to make an appearance. I know anybody got... but me still thought about the Birds of Prey TV, TV show. show. Yeah, she she makes an appearance in there. Wow. Yeah, uh, and so yeah, they they show all of these like alternate reality DC comic stuff and and. All that sort of thing. Long story short, there's a scene where they need to go save someone's soul. And so Constantine is like, hey, I think I know a g -g -g guy. And so he takes him to Earth 666. <laughs> and they go to a bar in Los Angeles called The Lux. And who steps out but Lucifer? And, he, and, he, and he's like, Lucy, how you doing? He's like, oh, John, you again. <laughs> But yeah, so I, it, I I was not expecting Lucifer to make an appearance in that. Yeah. Like I knew all of the like cameos and stuff, except this one. And I was like, uh -huh. "That's Lucifer! I'm watching this show this week. <laughs> I know him. <laughs> I know him. Yeah, Santa, I know him. It's Lucifer, I know him. It's real serendipitous." I yeah. guess, and this is a show that I think originally aired on Fox for like three, two or three uh, seasons. It yeah, was canceled, so... and then it was picked up by Netflix because this thing is uh, established like a yes. cult following. They didn't want it to die. Netflix grabbed it, and now it's been renewed for like two more seasons. It's doing really well over there. So I guess that's a perk of it not being on a rival network it's yeah. on this other streaming platform that's not really a direct competitor with the cw so yeah you could have lucifer on here yeah uh so netflix uh yeah has renewed it for a fifth season uh for 16 e e episodes the first half of which is actually going to be, re be released august 21st 2020 huh. uh, so in about a uh, month and a half or so here uh, but then, uh, so although the fifth season was initially reported to be the last in June 2020, this past month, uh, they, the series was renewed for a sixth and final season. Ah. So, good stuff. Yeah, it's, it's good. I, I ended up enjoying the show quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, do we need to 
add anything else to synopsis? We kind of mentioned he owns a bar. He's now a detective. I mean, yeah. he's a, or he's <laughs> yeah, a consultant. He gets, yeah, he's, he gets some sort of a consultant uh, role, and he just follows this one detective around I, like a puppy. I wonder which came first, Sherlock or L Lucifer? Who was the first like civilian uh, consultant to the police there, you know? I'm saying who could sue who? I think what Castle. <laughs> right, got me beat there. Uh, <laughs> no, um, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, it's it's pr pretty much just a crime of the week show. Yeah. And he's kind of dealing, in the dealing with his humanity as, yeah. as he's maybe potentially slowly becoming human. And he also has a therapist. Like they have to go. Yeah. see like the victim's therapist for their first case and then lucifer's i lucifer's like i like you i'm gonna come back and he goes to a therapy session every episode yeah it's really funny yeah um yeah so let's 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 get into housekeeping and then we will get mm -hmm. into spoilers and stuff and start talking a little more in depth about the show mm. so if you guys did not know we have multiple podcasts here at the whatnots uh, you guys can find more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, uh, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. You can just type in The Whatnots, and all of our shows will pop up right there. If you like what we do, patreon.com slash thewhatnots is where you can support us uh, for as little as a dollar a month. However, at our $3 tier, we have all sorts of exclusives, and we just put up our most recent exclusive. Uh, we have an episode of the Reactor Core uh, where, Melissa, you and yep. I got to react to movie trailers from the 2000s. <laughs> we already did one from the 90s. Now we have one from the 2000s. We're planning yeah. on doing one for the 2010s. Yeah. Uh, this was fun. It, it was some of the most fun content that we've, we've, we've made. And we have a little secret easter egg in this one too um, <laughs> which it's, it sounds like melissa forgot about until right, right now we recorded these months ago i don't remember what this is but no yes. these these have been fun to like go back and look at tra how trailers have changed through our lifetimes and yeah. trailers we remember even though like we may have never seen those movies trailers that are good just on their own regardless of the quality of the movie they're for mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. it's good good I'm, I'm hoping to do some more stuff like that mm. uh kind of for the public down the road let's do a whole whole thing on that that'd be fun but yeah you guys can uh support us on patreon patreon.com slash the whatnots and last but not least we would like to give a big shout out to our patreon supporters at the five dollar tier so thank you sam so much for Ew. helping us out and supporting us for so long we appreciate it uh well there you go let's see we now need to do the spoiler graphic where did i move the button to there we go spoilers you're actually in spoiler territory now yes okay uh so First thing I wanted to mention was maybe one of the only Easter eggs that I picked oh, up on. Oh, okay. Um, again, since I haven't read the comic, I'm sure there's stuff that I missed 
of just like, oh, her, uh, what's her name's mazes and knives. Those are actually this character's knives, and that's how that. Yeah. I, I have no idea, that, yeah. you know, if there's stuff like that. However, in the second to last episode, um, they come into. There's this woman who is murdered during this kind of like satanic ritual, mm-hmm. uh, and um, the guy that they end up that that they think did it or did the initial one and then he ended up dying to that like uh satanic they didn't really know who he was that character who was super emo uh, in the show they called him corazon yes uh, which was a terrible name but his (laughs) real name in the show was mike carey Mike oh. Carey is the creator of the Lucifer comics. That was the the one thing that when I saw, I was like, "Ha! That's the guy that wrote the comics." <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not actually him, but they just used his name. I was like, "It's good." Nifty. Yeah. Oh. Go. Uh. Besides that, though, where do you want to start with this show? I want to talk about how the two leads are set up in this first episode because basically everything I've said about Lucifer is what you get. You're like, here's the devil. He left hell because he was bored. He came to LA, him and one loyal demon servant. They opened up a nightclub. They've just been living the high life. He is an angel brother. Who's like, you have to go back. Stop partying. Yeah. (laughs) This is our setup for Lucifer. It's pretty basic. Then we meet Detective Chloe Decker, and she's got all of these different qualities to her. Like, here's Detective Chloe Decker. She uh, accused another cop of being corrupt, and now the rest of the force is mad at her. She made a bad call on an old case. She's a single mom. She's in the process of separating from her husband. Her husband is another detective on the homicide unit. She became a cop because her dad was a cop and was killed when she was, like, 20. Her mom's a famous actress. Her mom encouraged her to be an actress. She was in a teen <laughs> sex comedy where everyone saw her boobs. Yeah. <laughs> like She's also extremely attractive, too. Right. Just like, what is going on? There's so much happening with her character. There's, I think it's funny that there's, like, very little established about Lucifer. It's like, you get this guy, right? Now, this lady. We have a lot to tell you about this lady. She's <laughs> almost framed as, like, more of the protagonist than he is. I mean, she gets a lot of business to do. She kind of is, though. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's the thing. Like, she's she is more of the main character, whereas Lucifer is just kind of this force of nature that happened yeah. upon her and is, like, <laughs> yeah. con- con- continuing to just follow her. And yeah. she's just like, I, I, God, leave me alone. Just stop. Like, no. But she, like, keeps being wrapped up in, in his business and just stuck with 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 him uh and yeah it like it's 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 just it's really funny to see them interact because they're they're in some ways very similar but in in a lot a lot of ways just so different and it's (laughs) it's wild just to be like why would why is this even happening? Like <laughs> she does warm to him. You can tell that after a while, like she 
finds him entertaining. Yeah. She's very curious about him. Like she can tell there's something weird about this guy and she doesn't know what it is. She of course doesn't believe, oh, he's he must be the real devil. Like she doesn't take him at his word. She's like, something's up with you. And I think he gets shot in like the first episode, first couple episodes mm-hmm. and is fine. And she's like, why would he be fine? Well, what's that? How did he heal? Like I saw the guy shoot him. And then a couple episodes into the series, like around the midpoint, he's like, okay, if you're so curious about it, shoot me then. And then she does. And it actually hurts him. So that's <laughs> that's kind of the, the one of the things that I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, Jack is in the ch- chat. So hello, Hi, Jack. Jack. Um, you guys should go check out our e- 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 episode from last week in which Jack joined us on the show. Yes. And uh, we t- talked about season three of Mr. R- Robot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's the thing. He, Lucifer c- 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 comes to Earth, and like I said, he's kind of this force of n- yeah. nature. He is still the devil, right? He can still, uh, it's not that he imposes his will on people or that he necessarily tempts them, but he mm-hmm. has the power to draw out their desires. Yeah. Um, whether it's by asking them or just being so goddamn charming. Um, no pun intended there. <laughs> but, uh, um, but like, he... Yeah, like, that that was some, something interesting that I, I, I thought about his character. But he also has super strength and, like, yeah. is invulnerable. And we see that in, like, episode one or two. And then, yeah, mid-season it's it's it, he he gets hurt and he's like what 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 is this nobody makes me bleed my own blood, <laughs> blood. nobody um it's great uh yeah and so that kind of ends up being one of the central mysteries of season mm-hmm. one is huh lucifer seems to be losing his powers or becoming more human we don't know yeah exactly at, at, at least his vulnerability because it still seems like he can uh, be like, what is your greatest desire? You know, and they're just mm. like, uh, I, I want to own a bookstore. Um, yeah. Like, oh, okay, do it. Yeah, um, I, I do want to say not all of these desires are like related to a sin. They're not all like carnal desires or like violent desires or greedy desires. Sometimes it is like, I want to own a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but so... Like that was the thing that was confusing me because I I mm. I don't know if this is a gradual thing because they they eventually establish that it's only when she's around mm. that that he is like vulnerable. However, she was around when he got shot at the start, mm. and he was still invulnerable then. So I don't like I, I don't <laughs> I know think... if that was. Just like, hey, we need to establish this, so let's mm-hmm. just, it, you know, throw our role set out the window and then establish that role set later on. I don't know. Maybe I'm nitpicking and being like, I, hmm, I think what I it is, something here. It's fairy tale true love magic. Like, once he, like, fall, that's how I read it, was, like, once he starts to, like, fall for her, 
then it's like, well, if the devil knows true love, he doesn't get to be the devil anymore. And he has some of his powers, but like he becomes mortal. He can do magic stuff, but he can be hurt. Because this is something that is developed as the show goes on. Like if Chloe's like remotely near him, his immortality goes out the window. Like there's an episode where Maze is like hitting him with knives, like trying to test this out. And he's like, no, no, I think I, I think I'm fixed, Maze. I think my immortality is back. They couldn't just prick his finger or something like that he had to sit down in a chair opposite opposite the room while she throws knives at him because yeah. <laughs> he he's figured out that he's uh well he's figured out that he's vulnerable around chloe and he can't tell why and he's like well maybe this is part of a larger problem maybe there's other things that make smart. me vulnerable and then he like stubs his toe and his toe bleeds and he's like oh well, I'm all the marble makes me vulnerable too. Look, I found it's something like, else. And then here. the elevator door opens, and like Chloe's <laughs> coming up there. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's he's in within a certain proximity of her, whether he knows it or not, the immortality goes away. Yeah. Huh. And he I, can't yeah. tell if it's like, no. like he suspects that she's an angel. He has to look at her back to see if she has scars from where her wings have been removed, like he has. It, it seems like, no, she's just a normal lady. She just, well, cause, well, cause, cause she's he, his weak point. He remembers like, oh, only angels can hurt other yeah. a- angels or demons can hurt other demons or angels can hurt, mm-hmm. demon, you know, all of, all of yeah, that yeah. stuff. And so she, he, he's just like, wait a minute, what if she is some kind of demon or yeah. a- 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 angel or something and she just hasn't told me yet, which is a possibility um what i don't know we'll see it 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 starts to bring up the question in season one but doesn't answer it Mm -hmm. and i i personally i don't think she is i i I don't want her to be per se um but i uh, yeah i i i think it would be neat however this i i guess this is like a side story thing Mm -hmm. uh, if like instead of just crime of the week it was crime of the week but it was demon possession of like these yes. demons are now escaping hell because as we saw at near the end of season one there is this door open and it, apparently his mother has escaped mm-hmm. uh, which is which is in a weird way something i knew was going to happen i eventually kind of got spoiled on uh-huh. on on that one detail but okay. it was whenever he mentioned like other demons, he always said his father, his mm. b- brother, or something else. Yeah. You, you haven't mentioned your mom yet. <laughs> right. Like, like, like I That don't... was just like one of those things in the back of my mind of, of just like, I didn't really put it together, but I kind yeah. of did without even knowing yeah. it. Right? Hmm. And then it was the like Netflix autoplay oh. stuff that I I maybe did something from season two, three, or who knows what. But <laughs> yeah, they were chasing down a bad guy, and he had you. They were like, it, it it looks just like a normal like they're they're stopping a bank robbery or, or something like that. And he's he's like, I know who you are, mother. But the hmm. the the sound cuts off right before he says mother 
but so, so it, it won't spoil, spoil it but it still has the subtitle there oh! so it's just like so his mother escaped how is that what's going on here and then yeah it was like the next one it was like oh, my mother escaped <laughs> oh yeah. yeah i don't know i feel like i have a layman's amount of knowledge about like biblical angelic demonic lore i've seen enough fantasy and like urban fantasy properties that deal with that that i've got like a list of names and keywords in the back of my head like oh uriel i've seen like three other stories that use yep. uriel but uh specifics oh if i haven't seen it before i don't know what it is so i'm like i don't know if they do have a mom actually another story has not covered this for me it's time to yeah, learn yeah. i guess yeah, I, I don't know much about, like, angel or demonology stuff of, like, who's who. Uh, what's the latest celebrity angel g g g g gossip? <laughs> don't really know much about that stuff. But, mm -hmm. I like, I've, I've heard some of the names before just in fiction yeah. and stuff like that. Um, if to, to continue a little bit on Lucifer... One of the things that I thought was neat about his portrayal was that he wasn't evil, per se. No, yeah. Like he, he was not someone that was out to murder people or hurt them or harm them or, or stuff like that. Like, he, he's very adamant about that in, the, in this show. Mm -hmm. He's like, I'm not a bad person. Yes, I am angry, and I hate my father and all the stuff that he, he did there. But my whole thing is that I like punishing people, mm -hmm. not because I do that stuff myself, but because, like, I I have this sense of right and of right and wrong, so I like I know how to punish people yeah. that way. And I thought that was really fascinating. Like that's something that I never really thought of. Like mm. he's not, yeah, he's not a murderer. He's not no. a. He's not a bad guy per se, right? But he like this is just his job, and it's what he's good at. Like, huh? That makes sense. It's, it's yeah, an they, interesting they way nailed, to spin that. They nailed down pretty quickly what the devil is and isn't. You're right. He is a <clears throat> he is a punisher of the wicked. He does some like hedonistic things himself. You know, he's all, he's got his sex, drugs, rock and roll lifestyle. But yeah, he's not like, I'm, he's not violent. At, at, at least from what we've seen so far. Mm. Yeah, so. he's never more, never when the situation doesn't call for it. Right. Yeah, mm. yeah I, I thought that was interesting. Because as, as, as someone who grew up in a religious household mm. and went to ch ch church multiple t times a week and all that stuff like that was just it was always the devil is prowling around like a roaring lion or however that scripture goes but like he's just like waiting to get you to get to get you like that was the, the whole thing and it was just like this is very different than how that was portrayed back then and i i kind of really liked this version i didn't like how annoyingly charming he was what he was like that was the one thing when 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 you too charming this, he was too charming melissa god. i swear to god 
he, like, uh, he like that was the one thing that i was like oh this is annoying he is just over like he's smiling so much <laughs> he is so charming i don't get it i like him too much this is not this is not how satan should be i i, sh- I shouldn't be like oh good old buddy old pal old lucifer yeah no that's not how it goes I I loved it. I think the lead is so well cast. Yeah. This is one of the most perfect leads I've ever seen in a show like this. Like the whole show, you know, lives or dies based on his performance. And he's so good. He's so charming. He's got these magnificent eyes, this beautiful voice. I, 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 I dug the charms. I liked them. Like, that's the thing. <laughs> he so- charmed me. So when I when I watched the first two episodes, I was like, "Cool, I see why people really like this show." Mm-hmm. From from the moment it got started in the pilot, I thought it was pretty strong. It's like for a pilot, this is actually a good one. Like yeah. I'm I'm interested in knowing more, and I'm sure that down the road the show will improve. <laughs> that was the one thing I was just like, it seems like he's overplaying it, like this 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 charm. And it really annoyed me. But then, yeah, like the charms worked. Like by the end of the show, I'm, 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 I'm like, I really like this guy. Like I like his portrayal of of this character. He's, he's, he has like, he, he does have that dark, mysterious side. But he has his kind of more whimsical, like, oh, that's naughty side, you know. And it's <laughs> yes, just like. Yes. Like I I I I like this. This is really strange. It's this mishmash of the devil is this. No, he's this. He's this red guy with horns and has a pitchfork and stuff. You know, like uh, I don't know. Jack in 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 the chat writes, "Pew bad boy by Cascada." Yep, that's it. That's the that should be the opening thing theme to the series. Carl, you said red guy with horns and I just pictured Darth Maul. I mean, so hey, maybe, it's not far off. Maybe the devil's brand isn't as strong as it used to be. Not far off, man. Um, um yeah, but like I, I, that whole like mix mishmash hodgepodge, I really enjoyed. I think. The the thing about his character that I liked the most is that he hates children. <laughs> he's he's oddly fascinated by the only child that he has like come into yes. contact with for the most part, but he's still like disgusted by them. He's always <laughs> like, "Uh, oh, keep it away from me." But he's always just like, "I what like I want to talk with her. Like, who is she? What what is yeah. this thing?" <laughs> yeah, uh, the detective her daughter her daughter's name is Trixie and she's yep. like uh, 7 or 8. She and Lucifer likes she's wonderful. She's like really appropriate. She seems like she is that age. She's yeah. neither like too precociously smart or too childlike. She feels right. And Lucifer likes her but like has no idea how to interact yes. with her. Yeah. He, he's he's like there's one scene where he has to like bring her to her room and so he's he's like okay i have bacon and he's like go follow the bacon <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he has and no she idea really what likes to do. 
and she really likes him too. Like the second she meets him, she really takes a liking to him. Yeah. And there's an episode where uh, Chloe's mom comes to visit and Chloe and her mom get into an argument and Trixie wants out. She doesn't like being fought over. So mm-hmm. she like quarters an Uber from her mom's phone. The Uber picks to her up bar. and takes her somewhere. Yeah. Right. And she goes to the only place she knows where to go, which is Lucifer's bark. She's like, I feel sad. So I want Lucifer to talk to me because he always cheers me up. Yeah. She was Sweet. fantastic. I, mm. I think the first moment of the show that I really fell in love that was, I think, episode two or three when they are still unfolding the incredibly complex character that is Chloe Decker. Yes. And yeah, we I think it was it's in episode 1 we find out that she did this like teen comedy where she yeah. does this nude scene or at least a a, a topless yeah. scene and that's how everyone recognizes her. Like when when Lucifer first meets her, he's like, "You're familiar." <laughs> I know you from somewhere, and then it's not yeah. until until they're they're like with these gang members like in the middle of this crime right. scene, and she walks in and then goes, "You're that actress, right?" And he goes, "That's where I know you from." It's like <laughs> Hot Tub Time Machine twenty seven or yeah, whatever hot it is. Hot Tub High School. Hot Hot Tub High School. Yeah, and and she does this new nude scene, and they're like, "That's it. I've seen you topless. That's how it is. I I know you." Great scene, great scene, but no. Um, t- so then, by a- a- episode three, mm-hmm. she's kind of worrying about her daughter, like finding yeah. this movie. Like she's getting of the age where she's using computers. She yeah. knows what the internet is. She's c- kind of exploring things on her own. People are probably gonna start bullying her for stuff that I have done, namely mm-hmm. hot tub high school which I was topless. Uh, mm-hmm. And so she, like, tries to have the talk, or a, a talk with her, yeah. with her kid, um, of just like, hey, when mommy was younger, she did some very silly things, mm-hmm. probably wouldn't do them again if I, had, if I could go, go back and do all that stuff. And she, she's expecting to have this, like, heart-to-heart conversation and mm-hmm. and her daughter's just like is it gonna be movie night and at first i'm thinking <laughs> like oh no they're not gonna watch it are they and then and then she she mentions the movie she was in and trixie the daughter goes oh i've i've seen that one and yeah. just the look of dread on her on her <laughs> mom's face is just like oh no <laughs> But then immediately after, the daughter is like, and my favorite part is when you had, like, too much chocolate milk and you threw up all over that boy's face. <laughs> and she just, she just completely is not paying a- attention right. to the fact that her mom was topless in, in, in mm-hmm. this thing at all. Just just doesn't care. And I was like, yeah. this was a good moment. Like, I liked yeah. this. I, like, I like- I, it was heartwarming. I like the perspective of a parent worrying that their small child will judge them. <laughs> there was a yeah. really interesting well, it, moment where she's like, oh, I don't want my daughter to feel embarrassed by me. Normally you see that so like much the other way. Or just like, hey, you might get made fun of or something yeah. I did. Oh, well, she seems 
hesitant to like reveal to her daughter that she did this not just because it's like oh this is a very adult thing to talk about with a small child like how do i introduce this appropriately but like she's worried about her daughter's opinion of her yeah Uh, those two were great together yeah makes sense now once once we finally got to see her mom which was also a really funny scene where her mom just shows up at the crime scene her, her mom was this 80s like sci-fi starlet it seems like she's the equivalent of like jane fonda in barbarella for all of these schlocky 80s sci-fi movies with like skimpy space babe outfits and so chloe and and trixie live in her mom's beach house which is a beautiful set i loved that house but it's the walls have got these big movie posters on them that say like althea queen of the quarks And the reason they live there is because, like, the mom is off on a convention circuit somewhere. I like that detail. So funny. Yeah. Um, so here's here's a theory mm-hmm. I, I, I had. We mentioned that at one point Lucifer thought that Chloe was an angel or a mm-hmm. demon or something. Only other wild tinfoil hat conspiracy mm-hmm. theory that I'm, I, I, I have with this show that adds to to that is her last name is decker which is oddly close to deckard from blade runner and the whole thing about blade runner is like hey is is he a replicant or not we don't know maybe he is maybe is it and turns out we now know the answer but it, it like that was in the back of my mind of like they brought that question up her mom is like 80s sci-fi stuff. Her name is very reminiscent of a very well-known sci-fi character. Not that I'm comparing her character to 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 his exactly in in yeah. sense of like her mannerisms and stuff, but just it like specifically with this idea of you don't know if you really are who you say you are. Mhm kind of thing and i was like huh that's interesting i but yeah again it's like tinfoil hat conspiracy (laughs) wonder i wonder yeah i don't imagine there's i don't know like i said earlier i think it is just uh fairy tale true love nonsense magic but maybe there is something that chloe doesn't know about like deep in her heritage uh her dad passed away when she was younger we don't know anything about either side of her family you know maybe like she's a, like a witch or something she could be anything i'm excited like a Peter to see Quill situation where she actually hey. mom actually was the queen of the quarks <laughs> I wouldn't say no to that. <laughs> uh, there's an episode where Lucifer, okay, so Lucifer, when he came to Los Angeles, he had his demon uh, companion, Maze, cut the wings off his back. Yes. And he, like, preserved the wings and put them in storage. And then somebody stole them. And the episode's trying to get these wings back. And they think they're at this auction for, like, rare illicitly obtained religious artifacts and so uh, lucifer and his angel brother amenadiel like get dressed up they're going to this auction they're going to try and bid on his wings and this auction is like a very multicultural uh group of patrons there from like all over the world 
And I dug that because it kind of inferred, it kind of opened the door to maybe this isn't the only type of religious lore that is living and existing out there in the world. That would be interesting. Like, I'm interested to see, like, like outside of Angels and Demons, how far does the show open up? Like, is this a show that might give us a vampire or a werewolf sometime? Or is it a show that's going to get into, like, here's a Shinto spirit from Japan that they have to deal with now? I feel like I could see them going the route. I I, I don't see them doing, like, werewolf or vampire Mm. stuff, but I could see them... Yeah, going into a more religious side of like mythological creatures of of, of, yeah. of of or kind of mashing them all together, and it's like okay, what these guys thought were spirits is is also what these guys thought were you know this thing, and it's actually this guy. It's a man, dude. You know that 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 was him. Yeah. Um, but like like I could kind of see something like that. Um. Which would I think be interesting? I the one thing I kind of wanted, yeah, was seeing more demons in this yeah. show. We we really only get to see three of them. Yeah, yeah. Or I guess two of them and an a- 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 angel. But I want to talk about the scene in the finale where Lucifer does go to hell for a couple minutes. Sure. I really liked that presentation of hell. I've never seen another one like it. Like it is still the same. Like. I mean, it's not all fire and flames. It's like a, a like this German expressionism, like real old Tim Burton, like really sharp, offbeat angles. Like everything's off kilter. Everything's a trapezoid, and it's like dark and moody and covered with chains. Yeah. And there's like it looks like like radioactive fallout and like fog in the air. Like the the way it's designed looks uh, not terrible it's not terribly least... unlike anything you've seen before because well the... sorry to, to to interrupt yeah. what, 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 what i'm thinking is i don't know if that was actually hell though because ultimately what he's doing is he goes to that door and then he sees the door is open i i was imagining this is like the pathway to hell so to speak and if he went in that door then... he's on the campus of hell but he's not like in right. the building yet yeah, yeah. no he's, he's on the he's on the he's on the quad <laughs> it seems like to be at least hell adjacent because he gets down there and he's like oh god this again oh there's ash in the air i forgot how much i hate this but the way well everything is be. i want to talk about how the scene is shot like the set, like I said, the set isn't terribly different from anything you've seen before. It looks like a hell, not the typical hell, but a hell. It's blue and but I'm yeah, blue, it is dabba blue. Dabba the way it's shot is that everything is like super blurry and out of focus and like smeared, like the colors and shapes kind of smear together. Yeah, and like really, it's just like a a little part of the screen is in like focus at any time. Like the the way it's shot is really dreamy and disorienting. And I loved that. I think that's an interesting portrayal of hell. It's just a world where that's all of your vision. That's all of your experience. You live in this like blurry, smeared, amorphous nightmare world where you can never Mm -hmm. see anything clearly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's an interesting, 
interesting thing too because usually people's depictions are so it is clearly this thing this one yeah. thing you will be doing this one thing for the rest of your life and all you can do is that one thing right yeah push um, the rock up the hill to turn the wheel yeah um and yeah and there there is a certain quality about that where like you are stuck doing this one task or this one thing or you will forever have someone tickling your feet or something like that <laughs> I, I i don't know um, okay but <laughs> but but yeah to like have it be this thing where there isn't really a focus mm -hmm. it, it, it's it's just you don't really know it's disorienting you can't yes. really gather yourself to be like where am i what you know that's also an interesting portrayal of 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 that too where right? where you just feel completely lost yeah so good stuff good mm -hmm. stuff uh what else we haven't really t t t talked about a menadude a menadeal yeah, that's what they keep calling them in in the show, or uh, what the one guy keeps calling them in the show. Yeah. He's like, "All right, yeah. a minute, dude." <laughs> yeah, I I liked him a lot. Yeah, he was an interesting character. He um, he was he is an angel. Mm. They kind of hint that maybe he won't be down the down the road. Uh. But yeah, his whole j j j j job is to kind of get Lucifer back. Like, you should mm -hmm. be in hell. I've been tasked with bringing you back and all that stuff. And he was just having the worst time of it. He, he, he just can't do it. <laughs> uh, he, but he's... It's an interesting character because he's also following a similar arc to L mm -hmm. Lucifer where... He's kind of becoming tempted with with stuff of just like, well, maybe Earth's not so bad, or like, yeah, hey, this maze woman demon thing, she's kind of hot, uh, <laughs> you know, um, so, so yeah, like I I I I liked that he's also beginning to struggle and deal with a lot of the same things of just like. Am I losing my powers? Am I am mm. I becoming more human? What's happening here? I thought that was a good parallel. Mm-hmm. I so I've seen one episode of this show. My introduction to this show was like months ago. It was at my parents' house, and my dad turns on Netflix and he goes to season four, episode six of Lucifer. And mm -hmm. I didn't know that he had previously seen the other three seasons and five <laughs> episodes. And he's like, yep. oh, yeah, I love this show. So we're just watching this random episode in the middle of the season. And he keeps pausing it and explaining different things to me. <laughs> he's like, all of this lore, how everything works. Okay. So okay. I know Aminadil's, like, most of the characters, I think, are still around as far as I can remember. So he's, I think he's still an angel, at least in season four, episode six. Gotcha. Yeah. I want to talk about Maze because she's fascinating to me because Lucifer, he's a weirdo, but you can see that he kind of lives like some semblance of a human life. Like he goes out, he's social with people. He wears like a Prada suit, 
you know, an Armani suit. Like he knows things of the world. He kind of operates vaguely like a citizen. May seems so far outside of any normal human experience. For the first couple episodes, all she does is like sulk at the bar. It's like, what else do you do? Do you, how do you live? What is your day like? Is this all you do? So I liked when she started like plotting and sleeping with a minideal because then we got to see her do a different thing. I just want to see Maze in every situation and see how she acts. Like what he then she really wants to get back to hell. Like she's kind of on a minute deal side. Like yeah, I'm tired of this. I I don't think we should stay on Earth anymore. I want to go not back. Trying to fit in. Like she's not no. trying to like. Oh well, what do the humans do on a Friday oh. night? Let's do that. She's like, no, I'm I'm gonna be my typical self and fuck some people up, and I have my knives on me at all t- t- times. <laughs> But her whole thing is like she's out to protect Satan. Like he, like she's his bodyguard. Yeah, she's she's his right hand demon. She cut the wings off his back. She serves him. You can tell she's like she wants to go back to hell, but like has no capability to do that for herself. She does kind of have to just follow Lucifer around and do what he does. Mm-hmm. Not that she's totally subservient. Like she gives him a lot of attitude. She does, yeah. I, uh, I want to see what else she does in the future. I want to, I want to see her do a normal human thing. I just want to see her go to Sephora, or something. <laughs> just do something besides like mix drinks and like flirt with people and stab people. Okay, so that that I I think kind of segues me to the next thing that I want to talk about, which mm-hmm. is kind of the structure of this show. Yeah, because I would like to see Maze doing more of the therapy stuff. Yeah, that the whole therapy angle I thought was a fascinating mm-hmm. like, spin on on this of just like what does the devil talk about in therapy? Yeah, and and it turns out he is a terrible patient, and he does all the wrong things, and he. He ends up coming with the, uh, up with the ideas on his own, which in one sense is maybe supposed to be what happens of, like, they are... I don't know. I've never been to therapy, so I'm talking out of my ass here. But, uh, yeah, I'm just, like, she's helping him talk through his problems and all that stuff, and he finally comes, like, oh, this is what I need to go do. Except, according to the therapist, it's like, no, that is not what you need to go do. <laughs> But yeah, like I, I, I want to see these different characters kind of interacting with therapists or with this one therapist. Yeah, because it gives us different outlets to like how they think and how they're working out their problems. I really enjoyed that. Hmm. I I love Doctor Linda. She is an actress who I remember seeing on the VH1 panel shows like I Love the 80s and Best Week Ever back when I was like 13 years old. So I was delighted to see her crop up as a series regular here. I love watching her. I like her. I I, I also appreciate that it was Lucifer's idea to go to her all the time. Like nobody makes the joke like, oof, buddy, you need therapy. Like they go to visit this therapist as part of the investigation. And and he's like, I like you. I'd like you. I would like to talk to you more. I'm going to come back and I'm going to do this. Yeah, you, you you seem helpful. You know your stuff. 
Yeah. yeah. And there's That's a scene where yeah lucifer confides in her and like he tells maze about this and maze goes to her kind of trying to get lucifer's perspective on things and like the therapist comes to the bar at one point and maze is like i like you yeah (laughs) i don't like most people but i like you so i'm gonna come talk to you i want them to be friends so I really liked that aspect of the show, but what I wanted mm. to ask you is, how did you feel about the cr- crime of the week, like structure of this show? Ah, I, I like some of them. Like you said, I like the, the the chase for the wings. That's kind of associated with a crime of the week. Some of them had neat twists to them. Uh, I don't know if these are any more. I don't know if these really stand apart too much from any other crime of the week crimes. You put this up against like a bones or a castle. I don't know if there's anything terribly inventive about these ones. It's there to serve a purpose. You know, you meet fun character actors along the way. You get to see your characters in like all different scenarios. You know, they put on disguises at some point, maybe. I like a stakeout scene. I'm always up for the two leads having a heart-to-heart in a dark car somewhere. Yeah. I So I, I thought the crime of the week aspect of the show was the weakest part mm. of the show. Um, I, I thought it was fine. Yeah, like you said, it's not your castle or bones it's not your csi uh mm-hmm. but it's kind of right in the middle and I, I say in the middle because i'm also thinking of like i zombie which i i, <laughs> I guess is one of my recommendations i yeah. love that show that show is phenomenal but that th- th- that show also leans more into the wacky comic booky mm-hmm. aspect of that stuff yeah where this doesn't it's it's cheesy and can be kind of corny from time to t- mm. time but it takes itself kind of seriously but not so seriously that it's like oh this is not good like you know <laughs> um, but it's somewhere like right in the middle and i mm-hmm. enjoyed it but it was just eh. like i i, think... I go ahead i think another factor of it is that chloe is just a seemingly a normal homicide detective like bones is a show i watched for a couple seasons i've been meaning to get back to it i dropped it when i got busy with stuff in college and i kind of miss it but because that was such a specific investigative team like yeah we go to the cases where only bones are left and then we investigate the bones (laughs) we find the murderer based on the bones like because it's really specific they're able to get into these interesting kind of oddball cases but chloe's just like yep regular homicides so the cases they're doing are i don't know just just sort of average tv murders yeah like i i i think they 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 have the ability to do it they haven't Mm. really fully leaned into it yet because their whole thing is crime of the week show but the buddy cop is literally the devil yes <laughs> and and like there's so many places that that could go it, it could go to some really fascinating stuff um but I, like i i think i was drawn more to the character work and the yeah. therapy sessions and just this whole like i i guess for lack of better terms like human story that the mm. devil is going through of just like yeah. what is it like to be a normal person 
Like, I, I like that. I really enjoyed that. And I think the show, mm-hmm. it would have been a very different show, but I think I maybe would have liked it more if it focused on that rather than like, okay, what's the new case that we got this week? <laughs> I, I, I don't mind the structure of the show. And like, I never was bored during it, any right. of these cases, right. but I would just like to see them all spiced up a little bit in the future. Right. One thing I want to mention is that the first just episode... One more thing. Yeah. Can I say one more thing? So, like, I yeah. also maybe would have liked each season to be one big crime. Yeah. Rather than, than like, them doing one each each thing just like some bigger overarching story like i i I think the the character work there and them solving the mystery of that stuff is phenomenal stuff Mm. but just the fact that it happens so much is just like well i you know yes these things don't really matter as much Yeah, Yeah, there's not much uh follow through from mystery to mystery which is something Hopefully we would get. I'm really disappointed that that priest died at the end of the one episode because I liked yeah. him a lot. I was hoping yeah. he would be a recurring character. I, I like that actor. He's in Fear mm. the Walking Dead. Uh, oh. And he is, he's fantastic in that show, too. He's a good, good, good actor. Uh, the thing I wanted to mention earlier is that the first episode... It is this uh, actress, singer, celebrity that is killed outside of uh, Lucifer's club. And Mm -hmm. this is a a woman he'd slept with before that he was friends with. And this is why he gets so involved in the investigation. It's not just on his turf. It was somebody who he liked. He wanted to make sure whoever killed her got justice. But there's a scene where it just pans over like the sidewalk outside the club. And fans have set up a little memorial for her where she died. I thought that was a nice detail that the show thought about that. Like, oh, if people are being murdered out here, especially for somebody who uh, is a celebrity, yeah, there would be something like that. And I wonder if it's something that'll pop up again. You know, there in L.A. is people may have varying levels of fame. Oh, it's nice detail. I appreciate that they thought about it. I think what they ended up doing is they favored the crime of the week show to move things along Mm. rather than really building out the world or the characters like they could have and just had that connectivity right Mm. um yeah that that i think is maybe my main critique of the show just like i you have some interesting stuff but you're not really doing much with it it's very slow (laughs) in that sense yeah, I want to learn more about demonic lore, not like, is this kid getting into a drug ring? I mean, yeah, like a little bit more demonic lore, mm. but just the, the, this fact of like Satan dealing with his humanity. Mm-hmm. What is that? Yeah. That's fascinating. Like, yeah. tell me more about that. Mm. Did the uh, police conspiracy storyline do much for you? How'd you feel about that one? I felt like it was pretty standard. Yeah. To be honest. Like, <laughs> like I, I nothing wrong with that it. With but... most of the cases, it is pretty standard. Mm-hmm. I, I, that, um, Malcolm, I appreciated that guy's performance. He's oh, yeah. a fun character to watch. Cause it is, the story is that there was a, 
a cop on the force who Chloe was suspicious of. And so she trailed him and she saw what she thought was him receiving a bribe payout from these uh, known criminals. Mm-hmm. And then everybody is shot. And so to everybody else, it looks like, oh, this, you know, this officer died in the line of duty. But to her, she's like, I think he was doing something shady and somebody took him out for being shady. And now the rest of the department really holds a grudge against her. Like, why would you besperch the name of this hero, Chloe? (laughs) And then it like, so that guy, he's been in a coma for several years since then. And like the wife has decided I'm going to pull the plug. And so the they're at the station. They're having like a memorial service for this guy on the night he is to die. And mm-hmm. they've got this big picture of him hanging up. And he's got the most cartoonish cop mustache. <laughs> it's so goofy looking in this picture of him. Yep. <laughs> it is. It's really silly. Like I chuckled at it. But then Amenadiel, uh, just as the plug is pulled, he's like, "I am bringing you back to life." You will bestow to you life. You will not go to hell if you shoot Lucifer for me, because I found out that now he is a a mortal. (laughs) You can kill him. Cool surprise. If you kill him, he'll go back to hell, which is what I want to happen. So now this guy, he's walking around. He's alive again. And it went from like looking at this one still photo of him, like goofy to like the second you actually see him like living and walking around and acting. It's like, oh, heck. Yeah, he's You're that really character. eerie. Yeah. Yeah. He's a rough customer. Oh, like I liked everything that guy did. And I liked the business of that. He's always eating because since he's been brought back to life, like his senses, not in a daredevil way, his senses are heightened. Just like, oh, I appreciate he has a things new lease more. On life. Like he in eats a donut. Way, yeah. Like it's the greatest thing he's ever experienced. <laughs> <laughs> so he's constantly eating. Donuts are pretty great, if I do say yeah. so myself. Um, yeah, like he, I think his performance was g- good, but yeah, like I think overall that storyline was just t- typical. Yeah, dirty co- cop is dirty mm-hmm. and then gets caught, right? Um, yeah, like I, 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 I don't know. Like I still want to know more about Chloe. She's, yeah. I think she still has a lot to her that we don't know yet i think her trying to kind of solve the mystery of who is lucifer i think that's Mm. also a fascinating story where she's starting to doubt herself she's reviewing like (laughs) she's reviewing footage of him being like did he really get shot here did what 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 really (laughs) happened here enhance yeah in enhance uh (laughs) but uh like I, I, again, yeah. Like I like those stories. I like the more human moments where she's doubting mm-hmm. herself, where she thinks she's yes. on to something. Where Lucifer is being like, "Well, what if, if, if like, is this really a part of God's pl- plan? Like, am was my whole thing being here an act of rebellion on my own, mm. or was do I have a purpose for being here? Like, I, I like that stuff. Um. Yeah, I, 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 I hope in season two, three, four, five, and now six, hopefully they get more into that uh, down the road because I am planning on continuing to watch this yeah. show since this was on my list for a Yeah, long I want to get to 
I want to catch up to that one episode I watched with my dad because it had some neat stuff in it. And I want to see how we get from point A to point B, what that journey is. The only other thing I think I wanted to say about this show, the actor who plays Amenadale would make a great Luke Cage. Ah, yes. There's the one scene where Lucifer and, and him team up. And they start fighting these bad guys. And it's just your, your like, normal fight scene. Um, but, yeah, like, he, I, like, I, I was watching that and being the, like, comic book nerd that I am, I was like, that's Luke Cage. <laughs> this guy could be Luke Cage. Hire him. Yeah. You, you know? Uh so if, if if you guys have not seen the Luke Cage show on Netflix, go watch that show because that one is also very good too. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. I I like the scene where Lucifer and Amenadiel are fighting each other and they're just brawling. Like there's nothing supernatural or magical about it. It's just grown men punching each other no and throwing Kamehameha's. each other against the wall. Yeah, no Hadoukens. No, no magic, <laughs> no laser eyes. Yeah, it was refreshing. Uh, another thing I want to mention that I appreciated is that Chloe and her uh, not exactly yet ex husband Dan, whether or not they Detective might douche. get back together, is something that's like held off for a while when you initially meet him it doesn't seem like they're separated but are they really is she gonna get back together with him that's kind of held off for like eight episodes or something the Mm -hmm. question of oh do we should we give this a second chance and i appreciate that that wasn't a conflict that was immediately there yeah (laughs) they kind of paced that one out they paced it out and i appreciated that and then mm-hmm. they did uh, this thing where uh, what was the dirty c- 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 cop's name? Malcolm. Malcolm. He ends up like knocking out Dan, and then Dan's phone rings, and it's Chloe with a text, and and Malcolm is the one that responds and breaks up with her in that text. And we never—it's a weird. Like I, I don't know why that's what he would say or why he felt like he had to respond, but it, it, yeah, it, it's a plot p- point that then is an issue in the next couple episodes, but it doesn't get resolved in episode one, not not fully. No, yeah, we like we never see exactly what that text said. We know it was Malcolm's goal to just screw over Dan, right, just like right, I'm gonna do yeah. whatever I can to ruin your life. I'm gonna. Uh, officially end it with your not quite ex-wife here on this text after I've knocked you out. But yeah, because it is tied to Dan being uh, slightly dirty. Well, he confesses to part of it. See, there's he's had a lot of background shady dealings that he hasn't told Chloe, and he ends yeah. up telling Chloe some of it. And I don't, and I think he wants to tell her, like, no, th- I didn't really tell you that. But I think he at that point he doesn't want to tell her like well he had me unconscious i don't know he he hasn't told her and i don't know if that's connected to stuff that he doesn't want to tell her and he's like i'll just let her believe it because this is actually easier yeah i i I, th- I think it's yeah one of those things that like hasn't really gotten a chance he p- 
probably could have if he really wanted to. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, like I, as as we saw in the show, I think he thought the better play was to okay for now, let her believe that it was me that sent the text. Yeah, I will turn myself in. Maybe thus kind of scoring some redemption points of like, hey, I did the right thing, uh, and and then maybe once this whole thing is is settled, we can actually settle what happened between uh, us because it's it's not like. It put him necessarily in deeper water. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like they, they're already c- kind of in that situation. It was more so just solidifying it. Yeah. And so it's just like, all right, let's leave that where, where it is for right now. And I'll just work on redeeming myself. Mm-hmm. Then means t- turning himself in, helping to uh, clear Lucifer's name, who's been yeah. f- framed for a murder and... All that stuff so mm-hmm. yeah i'm interested to see how far along the series dan lasts where he ends up how things kind of close out with him and chloe oh like he's he's working i don't i don't know how long this uh, has been happening it premiered on fox on january 25th 2016 mm. it was a seasons ago it's been a while. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. You have any kind of final thoughts that you want to <laughs> share? Minor thing. I like that the show let Chloe's hair be as messy as it usually was. Her? Like, she's very made up. But her hair is usually like tied back in a ponytail. The ponytail where like you kind of loop the tail of the hair back around so it's like this little fan flopping around on the back of your head. Yep. Did somebody you don't know, but somebody with long hair knows what I'm talking about. And like parts of it always get pulled out. Like it's never straight. It never really looks good. That's the way her hair almost always looked. I liked that her hair got to be that messy. <laughs> I like that she was n- like she's usually just wearing like jeans and like a fine looking long sleeve t-shirt. Like mm-hmm. she was kind of plain, not excessively plain where it's like, I'm by the book and uptight and I don't have fun. Like it's, she's not severe, but she's just sort of like, ah, oh, these are clothes. These help me get my job done. I'm not worrying about my hair. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like that. She was a little bit on the plainer side. <laughs> And yeah. I liked her tiny little triangle necklace that she wore most of the time. I like that she had a signature necklace that was very bland. <laughs> like, it's not anything important to her character. It's just a very, very small triangle on a chain. But she wore it in, like, five episodes. Yeah. Uh, last thing I just no- noticed, uh, mm. according to Wikipedia, uh, the actress that is going to play Lucifer's mother is Trisha mm. Helfer. Oh, fun. Yeah, she she was the Cylon in uh Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Go. Cool. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Good good show. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Nothing spectacular. I think it has a lot of potential though. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's it's one that you like it's- it's is enjoyable even if you don't fully pay attention to it. Also, lots of beautiful B-roll of Los Angeles. 
yeah. Gor- gorgeous helicopter shots of the city. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Up with that. Um Yeah, check it out. Yeah. Good I show. recommend. Yep. You said you would also recommend uh would you say iZombie? I I Zombie, yeah. Uh iZombie is also based off of a comic. Uh, and it also kind of loosely takes the premise uh, from from what I understand, the t- TV show is very different from the comic, but it just kind of loosely takes that premise. Um, but the TV show especially is what I am recommending because I have not read the comic, but it is a crime of the week TV show uh in which the zombie apocalypse has ha- ha- kind of happened in Seattle at at, at least uh and they've kind of walled it off and they've 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 stopped it but the zombies can ca- kind of pass as normal people or almost normal people if they continue to eat people's brains and so the main character gets a job in a morgue uh, in which she eats people's brains that c- 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 come through the morgue. However, when she eats their brains, she t- takes on their personality traits and stuff. Mm-hmm. So every a- a- episode, the main character is acting like someone else or something like in one episode she's the starting lineman on some college football t- team that just got murdered and the next one she's some uh <laughs> like business mogul that has made their way to the top the next one she is some like hippie and 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 stuff like that and it's it's so much fun but it, it leans more into the wacky comedic comic bucky stuff uh than Lucifer does, but if but if if you do like the crime of the week stuff, I Zombie is a fun one to check out. Nice. Uh, if you like procedurals, like I mentioned earlier, I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember Bones being really charming. It had more interesting cases of the week, and also like the cast of investigators was very entertaining. Sure. Uh, and if you want more demonic angelic lore. Uh, read Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett's Good Omens and yeah. watch the series that was on Amazon Prime last year. It's all written by Neil Gaiman. It's a really great adaptation of the work. Everything you want is in there. And he adds a bunch of really nifty new stuff, too. That's a wonderful story. Indeed. Yeah. That's about an angel and a demon who are planted on Earth to watch over the Antichrist to either sway him towards or well they need they both need to have armageddon to happen but both sides are like well we're winning armageddon though the point is that we win <laughs> armageddon and, and then they find out that the kid they've been watching for 10 years is not the antichrist and Wrong armageddon one. is due to happen in like five days and now they have to find the antichrist <laughs> good stuff mm-hmm. uh i have two more recommendations actually. Hey. Uh, the next one is actually the Constantine show. Ah. Um, it was very short-lived, unfortunately. It only lasted, I believe, one season, 13 mm. episodes. Uh, but the, the show 
it had a rocky start. I think they had to like recast some of the people that were in e episodes one and two, or at least let's just like write them completely out. But kind of had a false start. But the show ends up being really, really good. And uh, the actor that played C C Constantine is then the one that went on to be in all of the CW shows. He makes appearances in Arrow. He becomes a regular on Legends of Tomorrow. He's the one mm. that is like, I know a guy that we need to save someone's soul. Earth 666, here we come. <laughs> um, but that show is really good. If, if you want to get more into the like angel and demonology as yeah. well as just like magic and dark magic and stuff, that is a show to check out. Um, and yeah, it's, it's pretty good. I, I, I liked that show too. Second one is something, Melissa, you and I have already covered here on yeah. the Whatnots Review Show. The Devil is a Part-Timer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we covered this on episode 86 of the Whatnots Review Show, and it's an anime in which uh, Satan escapes his dimension of angels and demons through a portal that sends him to modern-day Japan, uh, but he's too weak to return home and so he has to blend in and invent an identity here on earth in which he starts to work at mcdonald's so <laughs> if, if you want something a little more yeah. wacky and light hearted and mm -hmm. fun go check out that because i i remember that one uh for for what it was being kind of surprising like i don't think we were expecting it to be all that good yeah. we we're actually like actually it's not too bad but uh yeah that would be one to ch check out as well and one more quick recommendation go for it there's an episode of x files in season five or six i don't remember it's called terms of endearment and bruce campbell plays a demon <laughs> and he's like changed his identity over and over again he's married all these women yeah he's he's killed all these women and Mulder and scully are on the case like He's Mulder's like he's a demon. I bet he's trying to make a demon child with these women. And then it turns out, no, he keeps having he does keep having demonic children with these women. But what he wants is a normal human baby. So he's going around marrying all these women, trying to have a normal family. And every oh, time no. it's like, oh man, the kid is a tail again. That's great. <laughs> That's so funny. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's see. Um, it's a pitch time. It is pitch time. <laughs> it's my turn. Melissa, I got two mangas and an anime. Okay. To pick from here. Uh, the first manga I want to pitch, I believe I have pitched it once before on the show. I don't remember. It was quite a while ago, though. It's called Beck. And uh, you can find this on Comixology Unlimited. Uh, the biopic and... of the singer. Right. In uh, a manga form? No, it's not that. But uh, <laughs> that'd be really funny. <laughs> um, it, it is, however, music-related. Uh, so okay. this is about 14-year-old Yukio Tanaka. Uh, and he is one heck of a boring guy. He has no <sighs> hobbies, a weak taste in music, and only a small vestige of a personality. Uh, his shy and somewhat neurotic 
personality makes his makes him his own worst enemy. Little does he know that his life will be forever changed when he meets the rocker Ryusuke Minami, uh, an unpredictable 16-year-old with a cool dog named Beck. <laughs> cool Ryusuke, dog? Ryusuke has returned to Japan from America, and when he inspires Yukio to get into music, the two begin a journey through the world of rock and roll dreams. There you go. How many volumes is this? Uh, so I wanted to read uh, volumes one through four. Ooh. Um, total, I think there's maybe 34 volumes. So we're basically going to be creating a small chunk. Mm. Uh, but yeah, volumes one through four of that, because mangas are usually a quicker read. It's mm. pitch number one. Beck. I think it's a Comixology original, but I think that means huh. it wasn't available in English until Comixology okay. had it translated. You can only get it on Comixology. Um, okay, let's type in the next one here because it is also available on Comixology Unlimited. Mm-hmm. Own day esta. There it is. Series. Pitch number two. Come on. Load. Here we go. <laughs> Could you have written this down? I, I, the stuff is all right there written down in Comixology. I have my, my, my notes is just the names of the, the things oh. here. Uh, pitch number two is Fairy Tale. Uh, mm. The manga Fairy Tale says a cute girl wizard by the name of Lucy wants to join Fairy Tale, a club for the most powerful wizards. But instead, her ambitions land her in the clutches of a gang of unsavory pirates, led by a devious magician. Her only hope is Natsu, a strange boy she happens to meet on her travels. Natsu. Not, Natsu is not your typical hero. He gets motion sickness, he eats like a, pi a pig, and his best friend is a talking cat. With friends like this, is Lucy better off with her enemies? Oh, we've dun, got dun, cool dun. dog. We've got talking cat. Yeah. Uh, and, and then to break the chain of cool pets, uh, oh. the anime that i wanted to pitch is called eden of the eden of the east this is available on hulu i believe it's only like 11 episodes long so it's fairly short oh how many volumes of fairy tale did you want to read also wanted to read the first four of that um yeah so eden of the east is the anime that I wanted to pitch for pitch number three. Um, I saw this a long mm -hmm. time ago. I remember liking it. I don't really remember what the plot is exactly. I know okay. the basics, but this guy, I don't remember his name, wakes up butt-ass naked in front of the White House. Okay. What? 
Is this with the next Terminator film? With only a cell phone. Don't ask me where he was holding that cell phone. Uh, <laughs> and he wakes up with no memory of like who he is, how he got there. And he doesn't remember that he's supposed to save Japan. However, this phone gives him access to a buttload of money and a <laughs> personal assistant that will grant him any wish. So if he's like, hey, I need a helicopter, and they're like, okay, we'll get you one. It'll be at the, t- at the top of this b- 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 building, right? And so he's kind of unraveling this mystery of, like, what he's actually supposed to do, why he has this phone, what, it, what is this... Thing he has now found himself mixed up in. Um, uh-huh. So I, I, it's it's an interesting one. It's it's one that I I think I originally watched it on Netflix or something back in the day. This was years ago, um, and I I I got hooked immediately. I watched mm. it all in one night. I was like, this is so good. Uh, mm. But yeah, I like I don't remember the ins and outs beyond that. Like I I don't remember how he ends up going about all of his stuff i don't remember why or what's happening in it exactly but i remember really liking it okay hopefully the mystery of that one will intrigue you as well as the talking cat and the cool dog (laughs) well i am intrigued by one of the characters being a cool dog but I'm going to go with fairy tale because okay. what you described sounds like something that would be exactly up my alley when I was a small girl. Okay. Perfect. And like, I've been watching the new babysitters club series on Netflix and just like remembering my childhood. So I feel like I'm going to honor like 10 year old Melissa and what she would pick. Nice. Let's read fairy tale. Okay. That's a good, like good pick. Witches, pirates. I always love a talking cat. Yeah, I so I've I've seen the anime of this, mm-hmm. but I'm very confused because I okay. thought I watched the entirety of the anime, and apparently yeah. I was nowhere near the entirety of the anime. So I yeah. I like that confused me so much that I was just like, did I even watch the right fairy tale? Is there is, another one is, named Fairy Tale? Is this no. spelled fairy like regular or is it like F-A-E-R-I-E? It's spelled regularly. However, okay. tail is spelled T-A-I-L. Okay. Tail. All right. Yeah. I think I've heard of this before and I knew a, one of the words was not spelled the typical way. It's a pretty po- po- popular okay. one. Um, but yeah, I, I, I now that I've lost... I've lost my place in it. Like, I don't understand what this is really about. Did I miss something? So I, I, even though I've kind of seen a bit of the anime, I feel like I don't know what this is about. Okay. So this will be like getting the story brand new. So. So. All right. Uh, yeah, that is what we will be doing for next week. Volumes one through four of Fairy Tale. Again, this is all available on Comixology Unlimited. Uh, that's where you guys can check it out. So if you are a subscriber to that, uh, which you probably should be because there's a bunch of comics and Mm -hmm. manga and stuff on there for you guys to check out. Uh, but yeah, that's what we'll be doing for next week. Melissa, 
where can the people find you on the internet? I am on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And you can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you guys want to stay up to date with our shows, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. Uh, go like, share, subscribe. I think we're at 78 subscribers on YouTube. We keep mm-hmm. bumping our numbers up. Uh, so if yeah, you guys could uh, doing it. like, share, and subscribe, all of that stuff, that would help us out a ton. Uh, but yeah, I guess that is it for this week. This has been episode 113 mm. of the Whatnots Review Show. We will see you guys next week. Uh, yeah, with that, we'll be back. Bye. Bye.